Hi everyone, it's uh, Brian Horn with Lawn and Landscape Magazine uh, doing a podcast here today with Albert Vermeulen. He has just written a book called Corporate Success, uh, Fresh Focus on Strategy, and he is also uh, president at Arrowhead Management and Associates. And with Albert today, we're going to talk a little bit about corporate culture. And Albert, can you describe a little bit how you would define corporate culture? Um, Brian, a, a corporate culture is actually um, an accumulation of individual people's cultures. Every person has its own uh, behaviors, things that people do uniquely, and uh, corporate culture is actually an aggregate of all of that. Uh, I can focus on uh, on a specific thing and th- things and say corporate culture is behaviors. It's a set of behaviors or a set of symbols that people use to identify themselves. Um, and, and so a corporation... Uh, normally consists of pockets of people with their own unique characteristics, their own unique uh, behaviors and beliefs, and all that together actually uh, uh, in an aggregate form becomes the corporate culture. Now, we work a lot, or our audience is a lot of, a lot of landscape contractors and lawn care people, and they are out doing work. They're not in the office necessarily. How can a business owner create a corporate culture when a lot of his or her workers are on the road? Excellent question. You know, I, I was reading through uh, some of the materials earlier today and r- wanted to say that, uh, uh, if I can use an example of McDonald's, uh, there are co- uh, hundreds of, of different uh, locations of McDonald's uh, um, uh, fast food uh, facilities, and they share symbols that's the same, and therefore whenever you drive down the street, you can actually see the symbols, and those symbols are part of corporate culture. And when you translate that into an organization that goes out and sends people in the field, a corporate culture is the symbols they use and the behavior they exhibit towards other people. In other words, if you send out people and they all do things similarly, then you actually create a corporate culture seen by people, and uh, you can actually orchestrate that and build that very specifically. So people don't necessarily have to be in one location to exhibit or to have a corporate culture. They can be dispersed as long as they share certain symbols or certain behaviors or do things very similarly, then you develop actually a corporate culture. How, what advice would you have for someone to, to monitor that, to make sure that everyone is following, whether it be the, just the overall culture or if there's a code of ethics with the company, how can they monitor it when everyone isn't in one place? Well, the, the monitoring, first you start off with the education and get the standards done. And the monitoring is literally from the customer's point of view. When, when you ask very specific questions in customer satisfaction surveys, you distribute that, you let the people uh, fill that in. It's a kind of indirect way. The customer is going to tell you whether he calls uh, on your service and he gets one person from one day to another day. And they all do things similarly. They all look the same. And they all behave the same. The customer can tell you that they adhere to that standard. But when a customer comes back and tells you, you know what, I spoke to Pete yesterday and to John the day before, and it's like speaking to different, two different companies, then you should be, that should be flagged. So the customer is a good way to tell you what your corporate culture is and what the, how to monitor that. And what are some tips if... Uh you're, you're trying to drive this new corporate culture home and you have a resistor, someone who isn't adapting. How do you deal with that person? Well, 
individuals can can resist any any new thing in an organization but fundamentally when you give a person uh, detailed background information as it relates to why this is important not only for the company but for the individual but more why is it important to to the client and the image of uh, what the client gets from the company when you explain that to him you you, you actually break it down significantly I acknowledge that there will always be an outlier 5% that maybe, you know, they, they will fit better in another organization. However, the vast majority of people, when they, uh, when you explain to them what is it and why are you doing things the way that you want to do that and how it's impacting the organization and how it's impacting them specifically and how it's impacting the client, then you will break down most of the barriers to get that going. Right. Now, does developing a, a corporate culture, does it necessarily have to involve spending a lot of money? You know, Brian, that, that, no. The answer to that is no. You can. I mean, people can be very extravagant and go and put symbols and make sure the optics work well, and you can spend a ton of money. But no, you don't have to do that. Because the most valuable assets or elements in, in corporate culture is what people do and how they do things. So if you have a good training program, orientation program, and you have a few things that you focus on, you can develop a corporate culture without spending a ton of money. That is your choice. But, I mean, you don't have to spend tons of money on it. That would be up to the business owner himself or herself to do, you know, if they want to spend a lot of money. Yeah, you know, that is normally a, a, a you know, a return on investment kind of question. How much is, is um, am I going to gain from spending the additional money? And, and there's a point where, where it doesn't make sense anymore. So, but uh, you can do it, uh, spend a lot, but I, I have seen so many times that smaller organizations can actually develop a very sound and solid um, corporate culture without spending a ton of money. All right, Albert, uh, thanks a lot for your time. I want to remind everyone that the name of the book is Corporate Success, A Fresh Focus on Strategy. Um, and, Albert, good luck, and thanks for everyone for listening. Thank you very much. All right, bye. Thanks, bye. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more from Lawn and Landscape.